0: The following program may contain views, ideas, and opinions that have been produced by the hosts and their guests and are not reflective of ninety 98.3 or Sky Tower Communications. For questions, comments, and concerns, email us at news at wqxe.com. Good morning I'm Zach Epperson. This coming Wednesday will mark the end of West Point Independent Schools as they merge with Hardin County Schools. There's a lot of questions surrounding the upcoming merger between the two school systems so to answer those questions we have a very special guest with us this morning. We are joined online by Hardin County School Superintendent Terry Morgan. Ms. Morgan how are you doing this morning?
1: doing great uh lots of exciting things happening this summer uh like we've not experienced previous (laughs) summers (laughs) so anyway how
0: are you Doing wonderful. Thank you. Uh, So, we'll hop right into it. So, uh, coming up pretty soon, uh, July 1st, as a matter of fact, uh, West Point Independent uh, will be merging with Hardin County Schools. Um, So, just to start off, when those initial reports uh, came in or started coming out about West Point, uh, the district might have to close, all these other options, did the board or just, just even yourself ever start to think that a merger would be a likely option with them?
1: After we had the initial meeting, I think it really became apparent that that merger was going to need to happen. Uh, When you have uh, the state coming in and doing an audit and when that audit, um, you know, stated concerns, I think everyone began to see the writing uh, on the wall that there, there was likely going to be a change in
0: the future. And so you talked about that initial meeting. What was that initial meeting like? Was it just with you in the Board of Education here in Hardin County, or was it also with West Point?
1: No, that actually, uh, West Point is the one who made us aware of that situation. So our first meeting was actually with the board chair, uh, Mr. Moore, and then this. Uh, interims well no at that time the current superintendent there uh, Mr. Brangers and we met and they just shared where they were that where they were at with the Department of Education and what it would look like if they were to merge with Hardin County Schools and again I give them kudos their number one concern was to make sure that their students were a well thought out plan and not an afterthought and actually that's Probably the reason we waited a year or West Point waited a year to do the merger was to ensure that it was a well planned process to make it as a a successful transition for their students and their families.
0: So, what was the uh, what was the timeline like in the uh, in the discussions and the preparations uh, this this past year? I know you mentioned that they didn't want to initially merge, and so it's kind of been a year or a little bit longer than a year process. What what was that timeline kind of like from start to finish?
1: Really, uh, the conversation began in the summer of uh, my goodness, two thousand eighteen. Uh, That initial meeting happened and, again, a lot of questions, but they were waiting to see what the final uh, report would be from the state. Uh, After they were able to do that, they went back and looked at their finances. And because it was so late in the year, it was then they said, you know, we believe we can be a uh, great place for students for another year. So let's revisit this in the following year so it really the conversations really began in the summer of 18 and then last year they went to school um, but we then met with the new superintendent in the summer of 2019 uh, dr sugg and again uh, eddie moore their their chairperson of the board and we met with uh, mr charlie wise our board chair and again had those conversations of what it would look like if they merged the thing we emphasized is the ball was in their court. It was their decision to make. When they were ready decision, we would welcome them and have a great transition plan. But it was truly their decision of what they thought would be best to move forward.
0: And so uh, with those talks, how would you characterize the talks with West Point officials? Were they eager, apprehensive? Did those moods kind of shift as the discussions got a little farther along?
1: You I believe in the beginning they were apprehensive uh, just because they had a lot of questions. Um, they, of course, want a community school. Uh, I don't know any community that says, hey, we're wanting to give up our our own school. Uh, but in the end, what they said is they wanted what was best for their students. And when you have... Um, the population there has decreased over a number of years. So they were not able to provide some of the opportunities that a larger district would be able to provide. They realized that, you know, their students in middle school really did not have the opportunity to participate on a football team. They realized they weren't uh, able to have a, a VEX robotics team uh, with a large number of players with it as well so they were really just looking to do what was best for their students but again they had a lot of questions of where would their students go Uh, how long would they be on the bus you know those things that you want to make sure you're thinking about as you represent
0: those students absolutely so we'll transition now to that very thing the students so as we speak right now how many students are you all expecting to now be part of the Hardin County Schools family?
1: We are expecting between 130 and 140 students. Some of those students have since moved when this uh, merger uh, first happened at the board meeting. Uh, So about 130, 15 of those students will be going to um, North Hardin High School as freshmen. We have about... um, My goodness, about 60 total going to um, JT Alton Middle School that the middle school classes are some of their larger classes. So they'll be going and then the rest will be going to Vine Grove Elementary uh, with the exception of about 15 who will be
0: going to North Park as preschoolers and kindergarten students. All right. And so how does this, that addition of students change things for the district? Uh, It could be the budget. Does it change how much money the district's going to need? Does it change how many teachers they're going to have?
1: Absolutely. What we did is we went on and figured in their enrollment. Uh, when we allotted teachers to those schools. So for example, at Vine Grove Elementary, the number of students there would allot them two additional teachers. At North Park, it allotted them one additional teacher. The great thing about that is there were five tenured teachers at West Point, and those teachers were uh, automatically uh, provided a position here in Hardin County. And so we have one West Point teacher uh, who will be going to North Park as a teacher. Uh, We have two going to Vine Grove, and we have one going to James T. Elton Middle School. The great part about that, that means the West Point students will see a familiar face uh, when they walk into that building, because at West Point, you really do know everyone uh, with 139 students, you know, the kindergarten teacher, you know, the eighth grade teacher. Uh, so we did that very strategically, wanting them to see a familiar face at those schools.
0: Absolutely. And so um, I guess that, that kind of played into my next question a little bit. So that kind of helps keep that teacher to student ratio a little bit with the, with that new influx of students, Correct.
1: Correct. Our number ratio would not change. You know, we still at primary have 24 to one and at fourth grade, 28 to one. That doesn't change. We just provide that additional staff.
0: All right. And so we'll, we'll move on now from the students to uh, more of the, 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 the physical aspects of the merger agreement. Uh, in the merger agreement, Hardin County is going to be taking on most of uh, West Point's assets. That includes uh, the main building, obviously. But, but what else does that include?
1: The main building is really it and the materials inside the building. So all of the curriculum materials we have boxed up and we have moved to the schools to where they will be utilized. So uh, there was a curriculum uh, purchased. Um, And so that went with the students to Vine Grove Elementary, and those teachers at Vine Grove will be able to utilize those materials and some site license for online materials as well. So um, all the library books uh, that were not duplicates upon duplicates have already been shipped to the school. The librarians went from North Park, J.T. Alton, and Vine Grove, and they Uh, packed up all the boxes of books they would like to have, and those have already been shipped to the school. Uh, Some of the furniture there, um, if our schools need furniture, so of course Vine Grove with the additional of those students needed about 60 desks, so we were able to move desks over and some tables. Uh, They had a house at West Point. Uh, The house was uh, put out as surplus by the West Point board, uh, I believe in the month of February. So we are currently working on the, not we, but West Point is working on the selling of that house because we certainly do not have a need for that. So anything that they could surplus, they have already done that.
0: So you're talking about a a need for something. What are the plans exactly for that main building there? Is it gonna remain where it is? Is it gonna be demolished? I can't imagine the Hardin County all the way in West Point having a need for that building as it currently sits.
1: Well, that's an interesting uh, point, Zach. Quite honestly, we cannot do anything with that building. Uh, There is still bonds to be paid on that building. And so um, we will continue to have that building. The best case scenario, as you know, recently there has been an influx to Fort Knox. And so even if we could get rid of that building, we really would not want to because we want to have that for the potential of needing that in the future. Uh, So we will maintain that building. We are hoping to work with the city of how we could utilize that building so that West Point still has a community center for their students and for the families there. Uh, July 1, uh, we will continue to provide uh, the feeding program, the summer feeding program at West Point. They have about 75 families coming up each day to get meals, and that will continue.
0: Absolutely. And you, you mentioned that the building, you can't really get rid of it because it has some bonds on it. So back to the assets a little bit, is, is Hardin County Schools going to be taking on any of the uh, financial debts or anything of West Point?
1: no actually that is one thing we wanted to make very sure of so you asked about when we met as the as the four of us together our chairperson and myself were very adamant that we were not going to take on debt of this school district so The bonds will be paid off. There is money and insurance to take care of all those bonds. So it will not come out of Hardin County taxpayer dollars to pay for that. There is money available through their funding that will take care of all of those bonds. That money has been set aside. So between the insurance and those bonds, uh, there will be no cost to Hardin County schools uh, for that. Now we will have to maintain the building. We'll have to make sure that uh, we check on the building often um, to make sure there's no water leaks, to make sure there's um, heat, air. You don't want uh, pipes to freeze in the winter. So we do have to do some of that planning.
0: So the next thing we'll go to now, and it kind of goes back to the students a little bit, but transportation. What is the plan right now with transportation? How are students are going to be transported uh, to and from West Point?
1: Right. We are very fortunate that two of the folks in West Point who actually live there uh, also are bus drivers and the first opportunity we had we hired those bus drivers so (laughs) they will pick the students up at West Point and they will bring them to Hardin County and then at the end of the day they will park their bus at West Point and then they will be finished with their route for the day so that worked out perfectly uh, for us. Uh, They had one uh, two drivers already, but another one went through the training. And so we, of course, hired that person as well.
0: Do you all know yet what the uh, drop-off and pickup procedure will be like? Will it, you know, kind of stagger a little bit, drop off uh, elementary, middle school, then high school? Or do you all know anything about that yet?
1: Well, The elementary will probably be on the same bus together, and then middle and high school will be on the bus together. Uh, As much as possible, we want to prevent those kids from being on the bus for that extended period of time. But Mr. Chris Corder, our transportation director, is working with West Point and Edna Powell, uh, the transportation for the north end of the county, Uh, the transportation coordinator, is working to make sure we have all of that mapped out.
0: All right. Um, Next thing I had was a change in the uh, property tax rate. Uh, Obviously, two different school districts now being merged into just Hardin County. um, is um, How should I say this? So when will the rate change go into effect for West Point uh, residents, if it does?
1: Right. The West Point, so we will be setting Hardin County's tax rate in uh, August or uh, late August. Uh, here in Hardin County, and when that goes through that next tax bill, that would be you would actually pay it in November. West Point will be paying Hardin County's taxes at that time, uh, so you realize that will be a significant drop in taxes uh, for the West Point residents. They will go to uh, from a dollar seven to uh, the tax rate here in Hardin County, which is around that sixty-four point two, sixty-four point three cents 3
0: Absolutely. Uh, next thing I had for you, uh, COVID-19, obviously, it disrupted just so many things. Um, has, has family and students been able to see their new schools and facilities, uh, even with all this going on? Or are you all planning on doing that at a later date? Yes,
1: not yet. Uh, now, all of our staff uh, went up. The administrative staff went up with the teacher, a counselor, and the principal, and they have all sat down with the students at the high school. Uh, We went up in March, and we developed a schedule and uh, interest inventory of those students. What are your interests moving forward? Uh, That was a very exciting day for those students to see all the opportunities they're going to have, Uh, but we did not Um, have time to get the students and their families to their buildings. So we are sending a letter to the West Point families, uh, hopefully this coming week. And the week of July the 20th, they will be invited to come to the schools, tour the schools in small groups. Again, staying with the COVID restrictions there. Um, But again we weren't able to do the cookouts, we weren't able to do the come spend a day before school is out, Uh, but we certainly um, have tried to keep them apprised of what is happening uh, in the transition. So again they will receive a letter inviting them to come in uh, the week of July 20th uh, to meet teachers and uh, figure out how to go from their classroom to the restroom to the cafeteria. Those seem to be the most important areas.
0: Absolutely, very interesting uh, information. Last thing I have for you, um, if you had just one uh, one opportunity to give a message to the parents, teachers, and students uh, at West Point, what what was something? What is something you would tell them?
1: I would tell them number one uh, that they are wanted here in Hardin County. Uh, we are looking forward to them. We do respect and appreciate that they have been in a community school all of these years, but yet they are going to come to Hardin County and find they are part of our community and we value them and we appreciate that they are here with us. That's the number one thing. The second thing is for the families. I know at West Point, a lot of the families can walk less than a block and be at their child's school. Uh, They need to know we are going to take very good care of their students in Hardin County and that we will communicate with them uh, as we do all of our other students. They are not an afterthought. They are well planned for and we will take very good care of them and uh, do everything we can to uh, make them, them feel valued and appreciated here in Hardin County Schools.
0: Very important information. Well, thank you so much, Teresa Morgan, Hard- uh, Hardin County School Superintendent, joining me this morning. Thank you so much, Ms. Morgan. I appreciate it. Thank you. Don't forget, you can get a recap of this forum or past forums online at WQXC.com by clicking the Media tab. For Quixie ninety 983 I'm Zach Epperson.